Levitate the Pentagon, the seventh release from the Minneapolis group Deleter, is a concept album based loosely on generations of comic book lore, interweaved with social political commentary on the history of Western culture's role in the world today. With nods to Alan Moore's Watchmen, the world's greatest detective, Marvel's cosmic universe, the atomic age of comics, and more, Deleter weaves narratives, meanings, and connections between a fantasy world and the reality of today. Whether it's themes set to spooky, reverb-laden pulses, or to fiery post-punk blasts, Levitate the Pentagon is a refreshing take on, as well as a dour view of, the state of the world seen through a comic book landscape. Fans of forward-thinking punk music and forward-thinking comics can pick up Levitate the Pentagon from Deleter August 24th, 2018 through their Bandcamp, deleter.bandcamp.com or 25diamonds.com. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes a friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police. What a Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange, the comic book discussion series with me and Cape Joel chatting about comics, specifically one topic derived from some kind of comic-related thing for about an hour. I'm Sal. Oh, yeah, and I'm Joel. Yeah, welcome to the show, everybody. Today, it's going to be superhero pitch, uh, superhero day job pitches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joel, what was your first job when you were a kid? My first job, mowing lawns. Really? Mowing lawns? Yes. As a kid, I lived in the woods, and I really wanted to do that because I had all the materials. I had the youthful energy, the <laughs> free lawnmower, and the drive and the desire for funds. I lived in the woods. My neighbors were all far away and also had, like, lawns yeah. triple the size of mine. So not only was it impractical, it was unfeasible. Nobody was interested in the job. <laughs> I couldn't ever get anybody home long enough to actually talk to them. So I had to go the old-fashioned way and become a lifeguard. If it makes you feel better, I did have to commute for this gig because, again, I lived in the sticks, too. I also lived in the country. Right. I had to go to the new subdivision over a ways where my uncle lived, and he put in a good word for me. So I had, like, four lawns that I cut for, like, $20 a pop during the summer, which wasn't too bad during the summer. I think I bought, uh, what is it, my PlayStation 2 with that money back nice. in the day. Now, uh, that's funny because you had a summer job. I had a summer job. That was our first jobs, I guess, was mm -hmm. in the summertime. I assume because it didn't interfere with our schooling. Our folks were probably very similar yeah. in that regard. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I transitioned over from a lake to the YMCA, so that job could continue into school and into college, actually. I was I was working as a lifeguard, which was just, ugh. Mm. I really wanted to be a, a, a – I wanted to work at the video store. Of course. Who wouldn't? Right? Of course. Uh, but – Number one, they were impossible to get. Those jobs were held like grim death by mm -hmm, the people mm -hmm. who occupied them. Yep. And my mom also had a real derision for it. She was like, no, you know, you're not working in retail. And I'm like, retail's, <laughs> retail's where everybody I know is working. That's, what are you talking about? That sounds great. And I get to sit around in an air-conditioned room and bitch about movies. This sucks. I'm sitting in a chair in 90-degree weather watching you swim. That blows. <laughs> I can live the clerk's dream. Why won't you let me live my dream? Exactly. It wasn't until like... Right before this channel went off that I actually got a job kind of jockeying register and it was at a comic book store. It's the first register I worked as a job. Oh. Uh, and it was just like to to pay to allow me to use this, the comic book store as a, as a studio space. Right, because I'm guessing that was the first couple years of TV Little House where you guys did film inside a store. Exactly, exactly. And man, uh, totally not worth it. So <laughs> No, I'm, I'm guessing not. I, I never worked retail. I was very close to working retail. Like you, I always wanted to get the job at the local Blockbuster, but again, held on to them like grim death, yep. and I never had a chance. So when I wasn't, I wasn't going to flip burgers. I wasn't going to do anything like that. Mm -hmm, fair enough. 
the reason why I ask is because, Joel, this is a topic that's near and dear to your heart. We did an mm-hmm. episode called Superhero Day Jobs where we just talked about the jobs that our favorite superhero secret identities do during the day. One of my favorite episodes we've done. I thought that was super creative. Yeah, it's pretty great. Lawyers, reporters, uh, Horizon Lab technicians. But uh, but in this case, we're going to talk about basically pitching jobs that we think that these heroes would be as qualified, if not better qualified for. And the stories we could get out of their job change, because that was the big takeaway from our job episode, is that when done right, a good superhero job informs the stories. Absolutely. No, and that's that's what excited me about this discussion, was the idea of the story potential that, that came from it. Mm-hmm. Before we jump in, Mod King Mopey saying Doom should be a dentist like his cousin. <laughs> Doom's cousin was a dentist. That does not surprise nice. me in the least. And of mm-hmm. course, uh, yeah, I don't think Doom has the, uh, has the patience no tolerance for pain. Eh, he does have a tolerance for pain, but not he. I don't think he under, he's as empathetic as he should be. Although there's a lot of really crappy dentists out there, of course, you know, as in the song, I am your dentist. I'm basically a sadist and I'm enjoying this way too much. That's true. That's true. Uh, so, like, I'm going to let you take point on this one. I've got a couple of ideas, but I really want to just hear the main crux of your pitches for, for the most part. So All right. without further ado, which character we're going to start with? All right, so I actually came out with a couple pitches for each, and then for some heroes, I only got one or two. I did a mix of Marvel and DC. Let's let's start with a biggie. Let's start with Batman here, and this is rough because it's hard to top billionaire playboy because then you really have to ask yourself, what is Bruce Wayne the guy qualified to do that won't instantly out him as being Batman? It's true. Well, and, and moreover, how's he going to get that job? He has absolutely no previous work experience. You know, like he could be a philanthropist, but that doesn't really exactly pay well. No, it really doesn't. The, the tack that I took for it is like, well, his dad was a doctor, yes. Yeah. And in some versions of the story where it's like, you know, what if uh, Martha Kane was actually like Martha Arkham? Wouldn't it be interesting if Batman decided to roll up his sleeves and say, you know what? I'm going to hit the books. I'm going to get a doctorate if I don't have one already. I traveled the world for a bit and studied a lot. What if he became a psych doctor? What if he was like, I'm sick of how things work here at Arkham. You doctors are doing a shitty job. (laughs) I'm going to get in here and try and fix the villains that I beat the shit out of. Wow. So would it be a story where he's he patrols the the streets of Gotham as Batman by night and during the day he tries to rehabilitate them at Arkham? Yes, and to be like, isn't that a little messed up that you beat them up, arrest them, and then try and help them afterwards? Aren't you doing this completely backwards? Yeah, that sounds horrifying. I mean, it sounds like a really dynamite story that really delves in the, into the built-in hypocrisy of Bruce Wayne and Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I do like the idea of Bruce Wayne pursuing his doctorate. Um, mm. I would have done that maybe during the time when he was like on Dionysium and he was just like, yeah. but, but unfortunately he couldn't remember who he is, but it would have been nice to see him being like, when he doesn't know who he is and he's just kind of like on autopilot, mm-hmm. he follows yeah, yeah. his father's footsteps. Like he gets into medical school. Yeah. And it's like working on that. He, he kind of sort of did. He worked at like an outreach place. He worked at like a big brother, little brother place where I'm like, yeah, OK, I could see him doing that because he's good with kids, Bruce Wayne. We know that much. Yeah, well, I mean, definitely as long as you can, you know, as long as he's got bottomless wealth, he can definitely supply them all the race car beds he needs. <laughs> uh, and of course, like, yeah. And the, and the finest education, uh, you know, mm-hmm. not a great health program because most of them get beaten to death by crowbars. But, you know. Yeah, it happens. You, you know, great. You know, <laughs> you're going to lose a few. It's, it's, it's just it's a numbers game, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually didn't even bother to come up with one for Batman because I was like, 
dude's not gonna get a job like he's no like, why would i ever work like it's it's hard because it's like he would need to lose all his money and have to start over is the thing yeah the only other job i could see for bruce wayne besides like the, the medical field mm. is i could see him becoming a politician yeah, local politics. I almost put that in because, as we've seen, you need no political aspirations or even knowledge to be elected to high offices in the land. But Green Arrow technically already did it. Yes, but I would love to see. You know, remember when Superman ran for president? It'd be great yes. to see Batman run for president because then people start like because then you get all, all the the fun like year or two long stories mm. where it's like. People are like, well, what, what, what qualifications does Batman or does Bruce Wayne have? Where does he go? Then they start looking into his finances, and then like, and yeah. like, oh shit, I didn't think this through hard enough. <laughs> but Bruce Wayne, when will you reveal your tax information? <laughs> exactly, like you could really play with that story, and ultimately, you know, he gets a, like you do the Colbert thing in the Marvel universe, where like a technicality, you know, he loses the primary, he doesn't blah blah blah. Whatever you do to get the genie back in the bottle and make him go away, but like it would for, be fun for a little while, you know. Billionaire playboy philanthropist Bruce Wayne you know, toyed with the idea of running for president. And wouldn't that be just like him? The public, it, it would be. The public persona of Bruce Wayne, that is. It is. And then it would also kind of be a thing, too, where in the back of Batman's mind, maybe he grows to like it where it stops being a stunt where he's like, you know, I could actually enact some real serious change if I had a little bit of political muscle here instead of just money. Yeah. The, the fact that he's like a master tactician, it'd be funny to have like. I don't know, Cobblepot run for president or something. And mm. Wayne's like, okay, I, okay, I've got the plan. I'm going to snipe the primary from him and then I'm going to torch it. Like I'm just going to yeah. completely nosedive it. So that basically I'm just going to prevent <sighs> him from going, from running for president. Ooh, ooh, I'm going to create my own scandals and everything. But wouldn't it be funny that the scandals he tries to create only makes him more popular? Exactly. And then he's like, oh no, like I might actually become president. Oh no. And he's like talking to Clark. And he's like, all right, I guess I'm going to have to start like building a cabinet. Like he's, uh, he's getting <laughs> closer and closer to the end game where he's like, the numbers are in and I'm, I'm, I'm swamped. Like I'm doing great. What am I going to do? Like, Hey, Hey, black lightning, you're a principal. Do you want to be my head of education? Right? Like he, he begs Gordon for help. Gordon's like, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> please, please. Gordon's like, no, like, yeah, you're going to be my like secretary of crime or something. He's like, no, I have no interest in that. Get away from it. It actually strains their relationship. You know, like that kind of thing. This this sounds like a killer Elseworlds is what this, this sounds is, like. You could do this in current continuity. Like you could do. You this could. Now. You could a years with it. They, they they sank Gotham into a hole in the ground for a couple of years. You could That's true. Do a year where Bruce Wayne toys with the idea of running for president. I like it. That's a fucking pitch. That I like it a lot. But I also like the idea of him being like like I'm like I'm my father and I'm going to become a doctor. Like I remember having that sobering conversation with a friend of mine whose parents are in the medical field and he was a he was a, a self-made person and he was like right we were talking one day and i was like what would you do if you decided not to do this like 20 years ago and he mm -hmm. was like and he, he clearly no one had ever asked him that question before and he's like i i don't know like i guess i would have gone in the medical field and i'm like really like talk about that and he's like well i can't i've never thought about it before. <laughs> and i'm like that'd be fun to see like bruce wayne like ask him like hey bruce if you didn't have money what would you do Exactly. And it's a fun thing, too, where it's like, you know, what does Batman know? He knows mental illness really well because he fights it and he's afflicted with it. And it would be one of those doctor fix thyself moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, like 
he him interviewing and and trying to rehabilitate the criminals he deals with is also him like working through his own shit where he's like like you find out Bruce Wayne the doctor like really has a problem with Batman yeah especially too because so many of Batman's villains represent a type of psychosis that is true in Batman himself right exactly no I'm I'm so on board for either of these pitches man so far we're batting a thousand we're doing well yeah we're doing all right yeah um so all right Batman that one's done. That one's ours. That's got the Elseworlds stamp on it. What's uh? What else you got? Uh, do you want me to do another DC one, or should I go and do a Marvel yeah, let's one? Let's switch it to Marvel. Let's switch gears. All right, let's do one here. So the Hulk is back in a big way right now, and he's kind of doing his, like, you know, leather tramp bum thing again. I don't have a job. I'm just wandering across America. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's been it's been hard for him to keep a job. You know, usually he's like in the last couple of years, he was a scientist for S.H.I.E.L.D. He was a scientist for this, that and the other. I, I actually really tried to research this. I actually looked what are the most stress free and stress relieving jobs <laughs> out there? Because mm-hmm. obviously Banner can't have anything true too stressful or he'll be a danger to himself and anyone out there. Precisely. I actually found out, according to statistics, the most stress-free job, and it's something in the science field, and it's something he could definitely do, is sleep technician. Oh, yeah, that's a great way to do something with Banner while also playing with the Hulk. And again, and he can run off and fight crime because be like, yeah, they were asleep. Right, exactly. Like the machines do all the work. I just have to be here. Yeah, I just got to freaking be here and I can be smart. And imagine the messed up people I can meet who it's like, oh, I have a sleep problem. Oh, it's because you're actually a supervillain or, oh, you actually have gamma poisoning. And ah, I figured this out because oh, yeah. I'm Bruce Banner. You get a great sleepwalker crossover. Ah, see, there you go. Yeah, um, it, it, I, I like that. That's a fun idea. It's just it's it, it was funny. It informs the story in as much as like you. It could be like a subplot where it's like this is what Bruce Banner does during his spare time. Mm. Or it's like just a throwaway thing where it's like, well, there goes another job. Like what jobs? Bruce, <laughs> you get jobs. Yeah, I was a sleep technician. Like why? Like because it's the most stressful job I could find. Have, have they said how he makes his money? Ban- I'm assuming he owns patents on a bunch of the stuff that he did as a scientist and he gets like residuals every so often. Yeah, I assume he has a passive income right then some other fun ones i toyed around with uh yoga instructor as we saw in the ed norton movie he did a bunch of stuff to try and you know calm himself and to find inner peace as well as like you know massage therapist because you know it's just banner's just got to be cool man you just got to keep it easy i also had massage therapist and i like that idea because it allows him to tap into a different kind of strength Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's all about like, ah, like you could even get this hilarious scene where he's like massaging someone's back and they're like, oh, Banner, you're the strongest one there is. <laughs> exactly. See, we're on we're on the same wavelength here. Exactly. Um, yeah. Any of these are fun. I, I like that. I mean, like I never I, you know, it's funny. I discount Banner because I never think about him because he's always secondary to. It's like, true. Place. And it's a shame. I love what Al Ewing's been doing right now, making it like a crazy mystery story. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, I mean, like, what was it? We we uh, I read the third issue whatever whatever issue it was where it was like an annual and it was like what the hell are we doing oh that third issue was the weakest one i don't yeah. know why they put that one in there the other three have been great that's great um mr roboto in the super chat uh referring to our previous employment saying so you became kevin smith and ben affleck instead that's true <laughs> uh creed luvari bruce should work at Batburger, as experienced in the tom king run <laughs> um, it'd be fun to see him like own Batburger and like he has yeah. to go like mandated by as a manager to some of them. 
no one um, sees it coming. Yeah. Cam, evening, folks. Sal, I got the chance to run into you at Vulgarthon. I was the dude wearing the rock and flamingo shirt. Keep up the good work, guys. Thank you very much, Cam. And yes, of course, I remember you, sir. How could I forget the rock and flamingo shirt? It was great seeing you. I'm glad you got. Uh, we got to do a snap a picture. Um, that was great. Yeah, uh, that was a really like hella, hella cool experience going to Vulgarthon and at this show where I'm there to meet and talk to people that I admire, running into people that are like that dig what we do. I saw your pictures from that. It looked like a blast. It was a blast. Uh, although it was like the hottest goddamn day of the year. <laughs> uh, Chase Eichler, Frank Castle should have a mini where he runs a Cheers-like bar, another Marvel nah. character stop in to <laughs> razz him all the time. That'd be awesome. He does. He would be a really good surly bartender, and he wouldn't need a bouncer. He'd be his own bouncer. Exactly. That's a great way to, like, you have him get basically caught or arrested, um, but, like, you know, he, like S.H.I.E.L.D. pulls some strings or whatever S.H.I.E.L.D. is now, and, like, you have it be like, okay, you have to, it, it's like, uh, it's like community service. And like, he has like an ankle bracelet and it's like, yes, you're relegated to this bar. And it's like, you know, you think you're, you're reading the book, like what Frank Castle runs a bar. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Why, where's the oversight? And then like somebody like leaves the bar and then like, you see like 16 snipers in different locations, just watching the mm -hmm. door and you're like, Oh, it's a prison, not a bar. That's, you know, I know you never played the Yakuza games, but there no. was a, there was a plot line in Yakuza Zero that was basically that a very influential mobster was forced to run a cabaret club and make it a success because that was like his gilded cage prison. Whereas, like, if you leave town, we will kill you. Right. That's a cool idea. But if you make enough money at this thing, we'll let you go. Right. Uh, Kim, back in the super chat, also has Invisible Woman ever had a cool job of her own away from Reed? Uh, and then he t pitches an idea of making her Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or something cool like Sal suggested once. I did suggest uh, that Sue become an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She could freaking go invisible. M Mark Wade did that already. Did he? Yes, he did in like a one-shot uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. thing. It's a really great story. You would dig it. I wish I remember what issue it was. But they imply that not only is she an Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., but she's been a secret Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. for years. That's and great. because she's invisible, no one ever knew except for Coulson. Right, of course. That's fine. That works. That works great. Uh, Silvery Cricket, Dark Horse Suggestion, X-Man who writes erotic romance trash novels based on the romance drama of the X-Men. Yeah. I thought I've heard something like that. Like, I want to say, like, uh, like Warren Worthington writes erotic or at least, like, like trashy romance novels, but I don't... Like don't hold me to that because I don't think that's true. Like those Amazon ones? Uh, I, I actually have an author pitch, actually, for okay. someone. Me too. I will... I want Wonder Woman to become a fantasy author. I want her to become like J.K. Rowling, and literally all she's doing is just writing the adventures of young her and her Amazon sisters, and it takes off huge in the young adult market, and Diana Prince becomes a huge multi-selling author. I really like that. Uh, you should even go further, make it her secret identity, and so like she has to wear, like, she goes undercover as like what as her author pseudonym, and like she goes to yes. book signing, of course, like Cheetah shows up or something. You know, it's uh, writes itself. It really does. And again, Wonder Woman is one of those characters. She's had so many jobs and they've never stuck. She's been a diplomat. She's been royalty. She owned a clothing store for a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, there's they've never done anything that actually works for a while. And I like no. the idea that like, number one, passive income, like she doesn't have to show up every day. Mm -hmm. Number two would be a cute little moment like in Justice League Watchtower. She's like, ooh, and then she like writes something down. Like, what are you writing? Um, you know, nothing, nothing. Wait a minute, Diana. Are you DP Prince? Are yeah. you the writer of this <laughs> exactly. fantasy novel? The, yeah. the, the Robins love these. Right. Damien's a secret big fan. 
Yeah, that's that's you. And then you could have like a, like a Game of Thrones thing where she gets like a bunch of really angry, pissed off fans like, when are you going to release the final book in the series? We'll detonate this nuke if you don't release it. Right. She's like, I'm sorry. There were all these trees that erupted in the earth. And, well, you know, I had to go to, you know, join the Justice League Dark. I was really busy. Yeah, I'll, I'll finish it when it's time. Ooh, and then it gets optioned for a TV deal, and she has to show up to Hollywood and, like, work with those people and be oh, like, whoa, 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 these are my true life stories. That's a great idea. Like, doing a – where it's like they, they're going to adapt it, and she's like, no, and then, like, she tries to show them how it's done. You know, no, it's it, – that, that's that's gold. That's That's so great. That's my Wonder Woman pitch, everyone. If I ever I get it. a chance to do it, that's what I'm going to write. Um, do you Do you have a Spider-Man pitch? I do. I have a couple Spider-Man All pitches. Right, let's actually. Hear the Spider-Man pitches. Okay, so uh, obviously Spider-Man, he's a funny guy, right? And he's worked in newspapers forever. What if Spider-Man started a web comic? <laughs> yeah, um, Spider-Man running like dinosaur comics or something. I mean, like, who is it that writes those? Uh, he write he uh, the dude who writes Squirrel Girl. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know the guy you mean. But he does web comics and. Like, they made a prolific career out of it. I can see Spider-Man, like, doing that, or definitely, like, working on something web-based, lol. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love the idea of him being a webcomic person. I've never seen him draw, so I don't know if he's, like, good at it. He, he'd get Cap to draw it for him. Right, exactly. Yeah, Steve, and he should, like, St Spider-Man and Captain America teaming up to do a webcomic is a hilarious concept, even in of itself. It really is. And then again, too, hey, that's a job for Captain America, too. I'm a Twitch artist. You didn't know I've been honing my skills for over 100 years. Right, ex oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, just, you never, he has a pseudonym. You just see his hands, and you hear his, like, you know, his calming voice. Uh, I like that, too. That's a good Captain well America pitch like superhero Bob Ross. And it's like, okay, now I got to go to work with the Avengers. It's like, Steve, what have you been doing with your time? And, oh, nothing. And then they find his channel. Oh my God, Steve is drawing on Twitch. Yeah. Um, apropos that I could see Spider-Man um, going into our field as a YouTuber and being like, I saw this, uh, there's a new YouTuber who's coming around. Uh, he's a lawyer who like watches other law movies and more or less he's really there to like I, give. I, that's shown up in my feed too, actually. Yeah. He's giving advice for how to like, you know, survive law school It'd be great to see Spider-Man just like his show is like giving advice to superheroes where he's like, so, yeah, here I am. And like, you know, my today's my guest is Wolverine. Wolverine's like, I cannot believe you talk me into being on your couch. This sucks. Like, stop filming me. <laughs> yeah. Just like and Kamala Khan being like a huge like like fangirl about. Oh, it. yeah. Uh, you know, just it, it, that, and Spider-Man has like, you know, an intermediary who runs it for him, you know. Right, that's the thing. It's it's not me who's doing it. It's Peter Parker who's my official video, uh, videographer. Yeah, or it's a hobby. Yeah, like Peter Parker does it for him. He's been my he's been my photographer for years. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like yeah, obviously we know we have this pre existing relationship. Yeah, actually they could have a little banter, but back back and forth with Peter Parker's behind the camera and he like ADRs the Peter Parker part. Oh, that's smart. I mean, uh, that's a fun way to 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 make Spider Man totally irrelevant in five years i know right that's the problem the more relevant you try and make them now the weirder it seems yeah um, here's, the, here's another funny one i had just two kind of quick ones yeah. uh spider-man the paper server because he can get in anywhere he can climb he can swing and it would be a nice way too to be like hey consider yourself served for court here's papers and that's how he kind of like keeps on top of like who the really bad people are and everything like he's the paper server you need when you got to serve a criminal that is like something that you could do even if you didn't make it a long time status quo thing that's like Murdoch is like Pete I need you to serve this guy he's been dogging me for like he's been dodging me I can't get to him can you please serve him this 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 subpoena like yeah that'd be amazing uh I, I would like that anyway 
like the real high risk ones where it's like, yeah, he's a Colombian drug cartel boss. He's paid off the cops. No one will touch him, but you can literally climb down through his skylight and serve him. Exactly. Like, yeah, uh, we're worried about like civilians getting hurt near him. Yeah, that'd be great. Another one I thought of, and this is kind of boring. I don't know how you would make this job interesting, but it's so perfectly tailored for a guy with spider sense. Risk management. Hmm. A guy who shows up for the insurance companies and like, oh, is this is this dangerous? Is this too dangerous? This place here, my spider sense is going off, so it's dangerous. Right. Like, did you check these airbags like thoroughly? Yes, we did. I needed you need to check them again. Peter Parker, it's like you have a sixth sense or something. Right. Well, then he has to deal with how like, you know, when they don't fix them and how, mm. you know, that, that becomes a big problem. And he's like, OK, I got to get he's a whistleblower now and everything. He has to fight big business like the auto companies who are like, ah, oh, sure, it'll kill you. But I mean, pff, we're not going to recall it or anything. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, my only other pitch was, and this is more like a down in his luck, Peter Parker's life sucks kind of thing. Um, waste disposal. Like, can ah, you a garbage man? That's um, cool, too. He, uh, you know, basically just like it's it's early hours. You you're kind of like not re- you're not with a lot of people. Um, he could also like web up. Some of the like most of like the block and get it out of there if he needs to bail. I mean, like it's just kind of a job that's like it, it's where Peter's like, I need this job. I need money. I got to do something. What am I going to do? Uh, he takes this gig because like it's a you know, it's another con- connection. Maybe like Matt Murdock is mayor and he's like, I could pull some strings that like get you a really, really good job that pays like 75K a year. And he's like, yeah, with that. And it's waste management. Also, with waste management, you get unions and Teamsters, so Spider-Man's got a little bit of a mob connection there if you ever wanted to pursue that and, you know, kind of hear through the grapevine what's going down. Also, from watching Law & Order, early morning garbage pickup is always when they find the corpses. Yeah, I love that. I mean, like, I'm telling you, these these are just, like, little gigs that, you know, even if it's not, like, a long-standing status quo, like, remember that that, that long run when Sal wrote that series when Mm -hmm. Peter Parker was was a garbage man? Like... No, just a couple of issues, and then he gets he gets fired. You know, what I mean, unless like he's in a union, and then they're like, "No, you can't get fired." Like <laughs> you, you literally protected. can't. You're one of us now. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Then Spider Man's got like the Fellowship of Garbage Men mm-hmm. who come to help Spider Man when he's in trouble. I love that. Guys, uh, I need a blockade. I need like six trucks around here to stop like Doctor Octopus or something. Yeah, uh, Mister Roboto, Bruce Wayne makes a good super nanny. Uh, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people die under his watch, but I guess that's true. I mean, Super Nanny in the way where he's like, hmm, how will I deal with this problem? Alfred, deal with this problem. Yeah, he's Alfred's the Super Nanny. Uh, yeah. Creed Luvari have Captain America make videos like in the MCU. Do you like so? Oh, yeah. You're in detention. Like, yeah, that'd be great. It's a great way for him to like license out his his persona. I also thought for Captain America, one of the ones I wrote for him, lobbyist, but lobbyist for good. Right. Because if Captain America showed up and said, hey, push this law, I'm fucking Captain America. If you don't do it, you're un-American. Yeah, I could see Cap being like, no, like uh, him finding a tremendous conflict of interest there, though. It's true. It would be nice to see him combat that and have to look at that for a minute. That's true. Being like, this is how the world works. This is how things get done. But I also fundamentally disagree with it. But how Mm. do I take it down? I don't know. Human resources might also be good for Steve. He's a team leader in everything. He likes to help out. Yeah, although, and this is a tip for all of you listening and watching at home, the human resources department at whatever job you are there to do is not there to protect you. 
No, it's here to protect the company. That's right. So, like, let's say you have, like, a really bad experience and you want to tell human resources about it. And they're like, your manager, mm. prepare to be fired. Because mm. they're there to get you, the squeaky wheel, out of there to protect the company from being, like, you know, exposed for whatever bullshit they're working on. So, Which, again, to see Cap have to face that and be like, well, I don't agree how this works at all. Yeah, but never trust HR. No. Mr. Roboto, Aquaman would be the ultimate marine biologist. I could see him not really, like, really cutting corners, being like, I know what that fish is, and this is what it is. And they're like, oh. how? And he's like, well, because, oh, no. I don't have a degree or anything. <laughs> I had an Aquaman pitch, but it wasn't for marine biologists, though. It was, like, for Aqua Vet is what it is. Like, oh, we've got a really sick porpoise. Arthur, can you help us? No, 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 Oh, he's just got a headache. Right, exactly. Or like, nope, he's got, like, fish cancer. There's nothing you can do about it. Like, like, he becomes a fish whisperer, and then you have, like, a whole thing where, like, his villain could be, like, an evil sea world where they're keeping, like, Shamu hostage, and it's like, oh, what's what's the problem, Arthur? Uh, he doesn't like being in a tank and doing tricks. Right, exactly. He's miserable, like anyone would be. And then, like, if you ever saw that documentary Blackfish about one of those whales that snapped and started killing people, where it's like, no, really, you should let this thing go. It says it's going to start killing you if you don't. Yeah, this one is straight up homicidal. You do not want to deal with this fish. Man. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a bad fish. It's a bad mammal. Got to release it back into the wild. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Berg, Magneto Jeweler. Mm. I mean, dude's being like, yeah, I can, can I can manipulate the uh, the metal around these jewels. Like, yeah, I could see him doing that. I could uh, see him being a really good watchmaker, too, because he can control all the intricate little pieces. Completely. And that's, like, how he... Maybe he doesn't even do it for money. He, like, breaks into different, like, watch places and just... He's like, it, it calms me down. It's, it's it's my therapy there. Like, you know, it's, if I can't play ch chess in the park, I go and I tune all these clocks. Ooh, pianos, too. He could do that, too, because there's a lot of metal and strings in there he could do stuff with as well. There you go. Chase Eichler, also Nightcrawler, becomes an Uber. Lol. Mmm. I don't know how, I mean, like, he could charge for that. I don't know, it requires hugging. Yeah. But he's so fuzzy, though, apparently. That's true, he is great. He, my, Nightcrawler, straight up, well, like, we've already, we already know how my, Nightcrawler makes his money, because, like, way back in the day, you remember those great Banff dolls? Oh, yeah. Like Kitty Pride or Ileani Rasputin, when she was a kid, used to clutch and play with? You know he's getting residuals on that. He better oh, yeah. be. <laughs> if way. not, he's getting screwed. Um, Terror of Death, but, but Wonder Woman's already an author pre-Flashpoint, apparently. Really? What did she write? I don't know. Uh, Silvery Cr Cricket, Wolverine Inner City Youth Counselor. Oh, yeah. I mean, he loves taking wayward young girls under his wing and helping them out. So, I mean, why not? Yeah. Uh, I could see him being a gym teacher like the joke in the X-Men movie. What do you teach, Jim? No, he teaches art. Oh, that's right. He does teach art. Well, he could do both. That's I teach art and gym. I, I remember being like... Art? How do you back that up? I guess that's how it is. It's like you don't. Um, let's see. Uh, ah, Jonathan Chow. Uh, Dick as a dancer. Dick has had probably more jobs than anyone else. In fact, it was Nightwing that inspired me to do this one. Uh, also, he wants you to come to Fan Expo. Uh, if I get again, I want to. I really want to. But New York is killing my wallet already. Yeah. And it's before that, so I need to kind of keep as much money as I can. Trust me, I'd love to. I got invited to two London cons as a guest, actually, and I might not even be able to make those. Uh, that No, you should definitely see if you can do that, because that'd be freaking I, dope. I can probably make the one in October, but not the one in September. Okay. 
Mr. Giggles, Moppy would be the mod, or Mopey would be the mod for the YouTube Spider-Man. That's true. Yeah. He would. He'd put out, he'd, yeah, he's a go-getter. He'd, he'd do a good job. Uh, speaking of Nightwing, I had two for Nightwing. Tell me what you think of these. So, again, Nightwing has had more jobs than anyone. He's been, like, a personal trainer. He's been a cop. He's worked at the docks. I think he's owned a bar. He's owned a circus. Yeah. And the one thing all these jobs have in common, and it's something Tim Seeley really hit home in his run, is Nightwing saying, you know, I am I am a traveler in my blood. You know, I am a gypsy. I get itchy feet. I hate staying anywhere for too long. It's the carny in me. Yeah. Uh, we know that he loves his costumes and he loves doing crazy flips and everything. I want to see Nightwing professional wrestler because they <laughs> always go from town to town. Yeah. And he could just fight crime at every town he went to. And he would be able to use his amazing skills and you could kind of do like a thing where like some of the other performers get mad at him because he's so naturally gifted. Oh, totally. Yeah, I love that. That would be one. And I also thought of Dick Grayson insurance adjuster because the deal is, you know, they're about making you whole again after an accident. Yeah, yeah. I and they got to work too. with the police and they got to work with the firemen. And they got to work with everyone. And Dick's a real people person. Plus, it would be a good way to stay on top of crimes, too. Mm, that's true. Yeah, he'd be fun as that. That'd be a great way to use his time. Um, Plus, he'd have to wear a suit. And I don't think he's ever had a job where he's had to wear a suit. Oh, no, but he would hate it, which is great. Yeah, he'd be like a stupid tie. And of course, he would wear a black suit with a blue tie. Naturally. And, and he'd look great. And the girls would all be like. And, and Babs Tar would do a version of it that would look really nice. Oh, no question. <laughs> and that would be a thing. Um, <laughs> Silvery Cricket, Kamala Khan has a super large following for her fan fictions. I'd like to see her try and mm. write a Twilight style young adult novel. Oh, yeah, that would be funny if she tried to transition into that where she does like the uh, Fifty Shades thing where it's like, yeah, I just tweaked a couple of the names and now they're turning it into a movie. Absolutely. No, that's yeah. It, like I became the number one author on Amazon overnight. Yep. It was really easy. And now I don't have to worry about money forever because like she's she's so young now. She doesn't even have a job yet. That's something they haven't done yet. We've seen her first kiss, but we have not seen her first job. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder how that would go over um, there's yeah. a lot of options for her. Absolutely. Um, Cam, one more thought. It'd be fun to see Stark run an Avengers theme park, repulsive oh. rides, unstable molecule trampolines, be a high-tech Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. And then they'd all be a little pissed in where it's like, hey, Tony, we feel like, you know, you're kind of selling our struggle shorts here by turning it into a gaudy tourist attraction and charging Disneyland prices. Yeah, exactly. I would love that. I mean, like, that's something I don't think Stark would run himself, but he would definitely license Oh, yeah. I, I had a couple for Stark here. Again, I had to, much like Batman, I'm like, well, what's he good at? What does he know? Right, right. Uh, he knows partying. He likes to party, rock the party. Sometimes he does it a little too much, and then you get demon in the bottle. I would like to see, like, maybe if Iron Man lost a bunch of his money, he had to become Iron Man nightclub owner. Mm. Yeah, I could see him being a nightclub. I mean, it's definitely I've seen him at them. Yeah, where he's like, oh, you know, I've partied in enough of these, so surely I should know how to one run one, right? And doing so would have him be super close to drugs and booze and, you know, extra relationship affairs and everything. So to see him really be tempted at this job that he's really good at, but that is slowly killing him. It would be fun to see him interact with, like, that street-level problem. Like, if, uh, mm. if like, uh, Tombstone or, uh, what's his name? Hammerhead. Um, Hammerhead. I'm thinking of the guy from Luke Cage. Um, oh, uh, Diamondback. Diamondback shows up and they're like, yeah, hi. Uh, who told you you could open a club here? And you got to pay protection. Like, 
have you seen who owns this place? It's me. I'm Iron Man. Get that crap out of here. And then instead of bouncers, you have like Iron Man drones. Oh, yeah. It would just be robot. It'd be, it'd be Iron Man suits. That'd be great. It'd be Club Iron is what he would call it and be like, yeah, come to Club Iron yeah. and party with me, Tony Stark. Right. Or the Forge or something. Oh, that's a pretty good one, too. I also thought one he could do addiction counselor, because as we've seen, he does go to AA and everything and that he has conquered his demons and he's helped other people do it. It would be fun if he just on top of being Iron Man went around the Marvel Universe and helped heroes with their addictions and like he was a sponsor for everyone. Yeah, I'd like to see that, too. I'd like to see that as a, as like a side gig, not even like paid. Just just. Does mm, it. Yeah. Uh, Will I am golden. Steve Rogers is a high school teacher. I agree. I think that'd be fun. Um, Mr. Roboto, Vision, the internet modem and tech support. Uh, that See, I had one for Cyborg where I'm like, how is Cyborg not like an app millionaire? How has he not invented like an app with his robot parts? Right. He just thinks of it and then it just manifests. I mean, that would make Ooh. sense. Yeah. But yeah. He doesn't there. have to think about the coding. It just it just formulates. Or, you know, maybe him and his dad could go into business together like Samford and Son and be like, hey, you know these amazing robot parts you built me, Dad? How about we go to, like, I don't know, veterans' hospitals and places where kids have lost limbs? And how about we, like, you know, give them limbs and teach them how to use them? Yeah, I think that'd be great. That's smart. And then, and then maybe it becomes a problem where it's like, oh, no, you know, some of these people are using these limbs for evil. Is this our fault now? But we can't keep the technology to ourselves. That's greedy and hoarding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically having him be like a like a blue collared Iron Man is probably the best move for that character. If you're yeah. not going to put him back on the Titans. Yeah. How, how no one has done that. And he's had multiple runs, too, and no one can figure out what to do with Victor. No. Uh, Wookie Drew Deadpool is a call center worker. Merc Helldesk. <laughs> I like that, too. That's fun. That's funny. Uh, Joshua Wright Deadpool starts a YouTube vlog. For him, it's about the fourth wall, but the other heroes find out and lose their shit because they remember the New Warriors. Yeah. About that whole thing with the Civil War problem. Stop breaking the fourth wall, Deadpool. You're causing us to go into these real, uh, real crises. I think I'd see like Deadpool be like, he like I started on YouTube, but I kept getting content violations. <laughs> so like I have a blog on Pornhub or something. There you go. I could see him being a big Insta star, Deadpool. Oh, big time. Or a Snapchat star. Oh, yeah. Is Snapchat still a thing or has that gone away? No, it's still a thing. I mean, like, I'm not on it, but like, you know. Neither am I. Uh, Guru Lahima, uh, Kitty Pride child youth worker. Yeah, I agree with that. She basically already is. Right? Uh, Preston Bryant, why don't they use these simple ideas and do you think any of them might actually happen? Yeah, I think, like, as long as the characters are alive, there's always a possibility. And if it makes possible. The most sense right now, like then they will make sense to other people when they have these ideas as well. Here's another one that came to me. Why don't we see more heroes doing combat sports? I quite enjoyed Luke Fox when he was first invented until they made him like another generic scientist like his dad. Yeah. He he did cage fights. What if Black Widow, what if someone unstoppable like Natasha Romanoff became like female MMA champion? Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, there's no performance enhancers, there's no special thing. Mm -hmm. I think Blue, I think Black Widow did have the Infinity Formula, but no more. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I would love that. What's that movie? I'm thinking of, you know what? It wasn't a movie. It was fucking Iron Fist. <laughs> it was Colleen Wing when she would like sneak off and get into MMA fights. Like exactly. Just yeah. do that. That'd be great. Yeah. That's a great use of any cool female character. Just do that for my, no one can stop you. And again, like you said, I went with Black Widow because she has nothing extra. She's just that goddamn good. Yeah. Uh, Louis Ezigan saying, does anyone else see the face in the brick wall? I don't, but you know, if you take a screenshot, show it to me, I'd like to see it. Uh, 
The Terror of Death. If I remember correctly, I believe it was the books on diplomacy and, philo- and philosophy was the book ah, that Wonder Woman wrote. How very Greek of her. Right, exactly. Uh, Terry Smolko, John and Damien teachers uh, teach the new young heroes. I mean, like, yeah, that'd be great for them to be like mentors, I suppose. If they, except that they're so young, I don't know if it, yeah, I don't know if it'd fly. They're technically the youngest. Uh, I actually did have some for Clark Kent here. Uh, Let's hear him. Uh, I, th- I think we've joked about this before. What if Clark Kent got into like NPR? What if he started doing like motivational speeches and stuff on the radio? And he's got like this very prairie home companion thing about him. And he's like, wow, I'm actually making more money at this than I did working at the paper. And I'm reaching more people, too. Right. Exactly. No, I love that. I like the idea of Clark being having a very peaceful job. Yeah. Um, something mellow. And it's like no one would ever expect that dude would be Superman. Totally. Um, a couple of mine totally di- I like the NPR thing. That's a crazy idea. Um, it also allows him to work different, like his own hours and stuff like yeah. that. Um, the only pitch I had for Superman, the first one was farmer. Yeah. Um, lead carpenter. Yeah, he could do that in the, in the beyond universe. He was a firefighter and I thought that was actually pretty cool because yes. literally nothing could hurt him. Right. And the other one was firefighter because like he can run into a burning building and then miraculously end up uh, out, like out of it, you know. Like you can, he can, you can explain him disappearing. Yeah. And he can also be very effective. And because there isn't a fire every few seconds, he can be Superman for the rest of the time. Absolutely. Uh, another one I had for him. This was kind of what his dad was, but I don't see how you could be this on Earth and make money. A conservationist <laughs> for the planet Earth. I mean, he kind of does that already by stopping volcanoes and landslides and shit. Yeah, I think there's a way for you to leverage that into a career. Um, I definitely agree he should be. I mean, I definitely agree he is one, but I like the idea of him being like, no, I should try and like influence people as a, as a person and show them that like they can do this too. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, and it also, again, draws a nice parallel to him and his father being like, no, I don't want Earth to blow up like Krypton blew up. Right, exactly. Yeah, th- that should be actually a big thing for him is like making sure that Earth doesn't just like betray itself. That like, should be his gun violence, right? Yeah. Um, Jam Call X, any low-level telepath hero as a special needs teacher or aide mm. better than most. Oh, that's really nice, actually. I like that idea. I, I also like the idea of like a couple of like someone who's not very good at it being like, oh, I could do that. And then be, but having terrible advice, just being like, mm. oh, it's not as easy as just like knowing what you're thinking. It's knowing how to take that and leverage it or, or into something positive. This this sounds like a terrible idea for Quentin Choir to start. Right. Doing. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, Will I am Golden Frank Castle owning a security company? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. Although I don't think he would like the day job hours. He's like, no, I'm, if I'm not killing, I'm thinking about killing. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Roboto, Silver Surfer, Cosmic Messenger. Yeah, him being like the Mercury of uh, of the Marvel Universe. I like that. <laughs> They're in three minutes or it's free. Yeah. Mr. Roboto said that. Uh, Josh Bowman, Roy Harper, Pharmacist. Oh, oh, with his background, I don't think he could get that job. <laughs> he uh, wouldn't pass a certain thing. I do have some Green Arrow ones, oh, though. Let's, uh, let's hear the Green Arrow ones. I thought of this one after seeing Ant-Man. What if Oliver Queen ran like a really hippy-dippy like farm-to-table restaurant? <laughs> that seems like something he could do and like he'd be a mater d' and he'd be up front and he'd be like, oh, let me show you to your table. Let me tell you about the food you're about to eat. That's, you know, infused kale and quinoa. Yeah. Queen, damn it. That'd be great. I love that. And the restaurant could have a cute name, of course. Yeah quiver or 
the, the, the green pantry or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Friar Tucks. Ah, oh, that works too. I was also thinking maybe spurred on by Black Canaries, like, you know, kind of crappy upbringing. Mm-hmm. What if Oliver Queen, again, in one of the many times he loses his money because he loses it like every five to eight years. What if he became a social worker? Yeah, that's a great job for him. Trying to help people like, you know, because, you know, he sees with both his sidekicks and the woman he loves. He tries to, you know, fix social ills that way and really put his way out there. And also, if he runs into a problem that's too harsh or too real, he's like, look, Oliver Queen couldn't fix this. But later tonight, I'm coming back as Green Arrow to fix this. Exactly. No, I think and I like the idea of him being like Green Arrow can't fix all these problems, but Oliver Queen can and vice versa. Yeah, why aren't there more superheroes who are social workers? That seems like such like a way to t- stay on top of social ills and problems and yeah. really be able to help people at a certain level. I don't know. It's it's a harder it's a harder job than all that. It doesn't pay very well. Yeah. Um, and you probably couldn't keep doing it because it's like, hey, Mr. Queen, uh, all the cases you work, why, why do the bad people involved all end up getting beaten up and shot with arrows? I don't know. You're going to have to ask him about that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I know nothing. Yeah. Uh, Jam Call X, Tony Stark's Armor Wars Battle League. Oh, like like uh, like professional robot fighting. Yeah. yeah, we saw that in the beginning of the new uh, Iron Man book. That's right. We did. He did do robot fights for a bit. Yeah. Uh, Will I am Golden, a super powered wrestling organization. I mean, like that episode of JLU. Mm. It exists in Marvel, too. The thing was one. D-Man was one. Yeah. Uh, we got a buck from somebody, Preston Bryant. Did uh, Do you think any of the publishers watch your shows? And wouldn't this be an easy way to get new ideas? It would be <laughs> nice to see some of these characters get new updated jobs. I think that I do, I, I'm not so arrogant to assume that like anyone on the editorial level at either of the companies is, is subscribed to here to be like, oh, they're <laughs> on. And I see it's a thing I can use. Uh, but I do think that like uh, the I, once you put an idea out there into the world, it's no longer yours. And it's true. You know, like, you know, like, let's say I like, we pitched that great idea I had about Bruce Wayne running for president. Right. It's yeah. not the most original idea. It's not an idea that other people haven't had. So as a result, like because someone says it out loud, like I just did. You know, someone could have said that at an editorial level or at like the lowest level or like from a fan perspective mm-hmm. and tweet that at an editor and that editor. It's being true. Like, That's not a bad idea or it penetrates the brain. It yeah, penetrates. Well, not just the, 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 the brain, but it also penetrates like the culture itself. It penetrates that like wall between artist and, you know, fan and suddenly mm-hmm. becomes an idea that like, you know, maybe they didn't know directly come from there. You know, it's like uh, like when a, like when joke theft comes like comes into play. Um, but it's not deliberate, yeah. you know, it's just kind of like, oh, it just came from the world. The collective subconscious. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, like we've had some very specific ideas that have come out there. So like you very, judge. but very specific. And we do know at least the names of one or two comic creators who do watch this show. So hello. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the terror of death. Anyone have one for Bucky Barnes? Uh, mm. I think we did. I, I remember we pitched an idea, but it was more like what to do with him later, like yeah. as, a, as the Winter Soldier. But uh, I, I guess he's still collecting military pension, huh? Right. I mean, yeah, I would uh, I'd make him like a history professor or something. Oh, yeah, because he lived it. I was there. Yeah. Um, Silvery Cricket, Steve Rogers, PBS star painting or history lessons. Dude, Steve Rogers becoming Mr. Rogers is not that far away from an idea. No. 
It's really not. Where it's like, we just want to follow you around with a camera crew and talk to you. And you know, can you just be inspiring? The world needs inspiration now more than ever, Captain America. Yeah. Well, hell, just make a Mr. Rogers type show where it's like, this is where you get to relax and be yourself. It's just like, hi, I'm Steve. And I like to wear sweater vests and be old. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what was it? And Lewis Southard, uh, Magneto is a legitimate politician. Mm. Like no, I, I I run the mutant action party. Yep. Peter Parker is a stand-up comic. That is like, yes. Where is he, that? He dated a stand-up. It's shocking. No one ever tried to get him to do a tight three. And then yeah. you could have like the whole uh, uh, breaking in thing where he's like, oh, I got to do these open mic nights and I meet all these other crazy comedians. I got I've, I've got to do my five minute set. But like the scorpion is attacking, you know? Mm. And all the other comedians think he's like a cokehead or something because he keeps running to the bathroom every three minutes to go be Spider-Man. Totally. Like, yeah, I can't argue the dude's funny, but like, you know, or people like Spider-Man trying a zinger and then being like, you still that's a Parker bit. What's wrong with you? You joke thief. <laughs> then he meets like Artie Lang and everything. It's like, look, man, that shit'll destroy your life. You got to stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks, uh, Artie Lang. Running a superhero, uh, super a young hero training school like Avengers Academy. Yeah. I would call it Titans Academy, and that's your book. There you go. He's just open to school. Well, what are the dues at Titans Academy is the question. <laughs> well, I mean, it's obviously just funded by Wayne. That too. Uh, trust fund kid. That's another job he's had. Yeah. Uh, They've well, all been trust fund kids. Will I am Golden Dum Dum Dugan as a gym teacher? I mean, like, yeah, sure. And uh, Preston Bryant wants to see Bucky make him a counselor for vets. Yeah. Oh, right. kind of like Falcon in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you, I, I know you have one for Daredevil. I'm going to save him for last. Um, uh, I, I, I had my best Daredevil. It's he should become mayor. Then it happened. Then it happened. Uh, I, do you have any for Captain Marvel, AKA Carol Danvers? We only have time for another couple. So we're going to just uh, like, I got a flash one and I got a green lantern one. Okay. Uh, my Captain Marvel pitch is for her to run as like private security for celebrities. Hmm. Nice. It's kind of fun to see, like, Carol Danvers, like, during the day, like, watching LeBron, like, you know, just getting him to the garden. Professional um, bodyguard fixer. She's got the military background. She's got the superpowers. Totally. Um, so let's hear your Green Lantern pitch, and we'll, uh, so, we'll move to the next one. So Hal's basically had the same job forever. I'm a pilot when I'm on Earth, and I'm not on Earth that much often. Yeah. Why has he always been working for Carol for so long? Why doesn't he open like his own aviation company? Yeah, right? No. He I mean, could. Like, yeah, Queen and then, Industries opens up a thing for him. Yeah, where it's like, dude, here, use use your know-how. You've been at this business. And again, hey, he can like start incorporating crazy alien tech that he's seen out in space and say that he came up with it. Yeah. <laughs> Is he that dishonest? I, that's what I wonder about how would he do that or would he just be like, hey, this is based on a crazy alien thing I saw once. Yeah, that's true. I also thought in the day and age where like millionaires like Elon Musk and everything are like, hey, you know, we're we're doing space travel on our own because NASA's not doing it. You know, you can you can hitch a ride on the Branson space shuttle to Mars once that becomes a thing. Yeah. What if Hal Jordan became like a private space pilot where like, hey, I fly ships. I know space. I will give you a guided tour if you give me money. Yeah, I love that. That'd be fun. But also you get to explore the moral quandaries of like you're basically like an opportunist, like mm -hmm. you're using. I could see the Guardians having a huge problem with it. Like, no, no, no. You can't Absolutely. use your lantern ring to, to for personal gain. Your to make money. To the cosmos is informing your tra your changes. Yeah, that's a dick move, bro. Yeah. Um, 
I uh, so okay. Let me jump into Daredevil really quick because you you did yours, I guess. Yeah. Um, I could see Daredevil becoming a lobbyist. Oh yeah. Uh, I could see him becoming a journalist. Mm-hmm. That is the trajectory. Uh, I could see him becoming an insurance broker. Yeah. This is if like we just decide to throw away the law thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just him like selling insurance to different groups and 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 brokering those deals and. And like working out the best possible things. It's just it's a job. It's a it's a desk job that's technical that requires some kind of like you know legal know how. Um, it, he he's got the per, he's got the perfect face for it too. He's like, look, you're gonna want insurance because bad stuff can happen at a moment's notice. Tap 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 tap. <laughs> uh, I also would have liked to have seen him becoming a law professor. Mm, yeah, um, that's or, a good one. Or an author. He did in the Blade Run. He wrote his life story. Oh, there you back, go. Well, but when people briefly knew who he was, but I guess all those books have to go away now because no one knows who he is again. Yeah, I guess those books were written by a ghost author. <laughs> if he did it, this is how he'd do it. Right. If I were Daredevil, this would be my book. I'm not saying I'm Daredevil, but if I was Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, Patient Zero, Lobo, Intergalactic Stand-Up Comedy. Think Ice <laughs> Clay. Oh, bastard. Oh, I'm a dick. Uh, an awkward Mexican Martian Manator is a sculptor. I don't know how well that pays, but I'd like to see him do it. <laughs> you figure if he can contort himself into everything, he can contort the clay into stuff. Yeah, that'd be great. That's a good. He use. should be. He should be a baker. He should make cookies. He would freak out. He would too much fire. Yeah, too, well, too much. Too much cookies. <laughs> Pro- professional cookie taster. Mm, no, not so good. Okay, he these are good. Out. You know how Chacos <laughs> make him lose his mind. It's true. Um, so, all right, what's your what's your final one again? Uh, I had a flash pitch right here. So Barry Allen, yet another guy who's had the same job forever, it feels like. He's smart. He's a chemist because they're not going to let a dumb guy work in crime scene. Also, he's technically a cop because of this. Right. Uh, What if he ever got kicked off the force? Like, what if he ever went too far and he became Barry Allen private detective? Oh, my God. A hard-boiled super speedster detective. Yeah. Like, he thinks it's going to be cool. Like, he thinks it's going to be like all those film noir movies, but it's actually more like Jessica Jones. And he's like, this is lame. I just take pictures of guys cheating on their wives. I don't like this. Yeah, this is just depressing. I don't want to do this. To like really see him be driven through and like, man, it was easier when I was just uh, when I was just a CSI. Also, chemist. What what if he actually like got into chemistry somehow? Because again, if he works as a lab tech and if he can build stuff like the what is it like the speed force treadmill and everything he's clearly not a dumbass he should be applying himself to more science i agree but maybe like those those increased responsibilities would draw him away from being able to actually do his job this is true but i do like that idea i think that's i mean like yeah why not actually do something with his character the dude hasn't i mean like how far can you can you stretch medic uh, you know crime scene investigator I mean, I guess there's always going to be crime. So, you know, it's it's a growth industry murder. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> They're always going to need him. Yeah. So these are just a few characters that, you know, status quos can change and, and it would be a natural sidestep. It's not just like, hey, let's make Superman a clown. Let's make Spider-Man <laughs> into a, you know, into a cop. Like, no, because I don't think those are natural decisions. I've seen Spider-Man become a cop and I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Like, I don't like I- that. I'm surprised we never said porn star for any of these people. Mm. I'm surprised that wasn't one we could put in there. But again, that's not a growth industry either. If you actually talk to anyone in the adult industry, they're like, nah, man, it's very niche. It's rough out there. I I can't say I've ever spoken to a member of that industry. So I've interviewed a couple people here and there and they're (laughs) like, it's rough. Mm -hmm. 
I could see Dick Grayson, I guess, getting into it. He doesn't have to change the name. Yeah, no, not at all. It's like, it's like, okay, so what's your porn name? Dick Grayson. No, that's your real name. Uh, you know, it's fine. It's good. Yeah, use it. Fine. Works for me. <laughs> Go for it. Um, last super chat, uh, Jam Call X, Mystique, Copycat, and Kamala are shape-shifting actresses, and hmm. Falcon would be your eye-in-the-sky traffic reporter. Oh, that's a good one. Put, uh, <laughs> put Clint Barton on TV. Yeah. Get uh, get Falton on a get a get a, a webcam or a uh, what's it called? What are those drone cameras on Falcon? GoPros, yeah. Actually, Falcon doesn't even need that. He's got uh, he's got uh, the the he's got Red Wing. Yes, Red Wing is the is the traffic reporter. He's basically halfway there. Oh man, you could you could have a whole superhero news team. Yeah, that's oh my god. Yeah, that's uh that's a that's an alternate reality like kind of like bombshells story. What if they all became an Anchorman? Yeah, you can do that. You can you can um you can. Release that to coincide with the Murphy Brown reboot show. Mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, as Alex Combs says, it's Hercules who should be the porn star. Yes. Uh, yeah, big time. How and do I'm we sure know he th- wasn't? Exactly. He's lived an interesting life. I'm sure Thor would give it a try, too. Yeah. Uh, barely Roboto, say I. Sorry. Uh, Mr. Roboto, Gorilla Grodd animal actor. I don't think he yeah. demeaned himself in that regard. No, but he could do it. It's true. But uh, stick around for the end of the show. We're going to be doing a 10-minute bit at the end uh, for the patrons. And, of course, uh, stick around to find out more about the live performance from Comic Pop uh, over at Zap Comics on August 15th. It's a Wednesday at 7 p.m. in uh, Wayne, New Jersey. We're going to be uh, doing, a, doing a live taping. And so we want to see you guys there and, of course, get, your, get all the laughter that we'll elicit from you <laughs> uh, on, on tape. So come on by and hang out with us. We're looking forward to meeting you. And maybe we'll bring some posters and stuff. We'll make it a whole thing. Incidentally, also, we're going to be at the Keystone Comic Con on September 15th. Nice. Uh, that's a Saturday. Uh, in Philadelphia. Come out, meet us. We're going to have a huge panel. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, So thanks a lot for hanging out with us, guys, and we'll see you guys next time, of course. Uh, I am Sal. And I'm Joel. Thanks a lot. (laughs)